0: SC with a huge victory over Sporting KC, 4-0, and our guy Kyle Hebert is back to chat with us. After a couple of weeks off, Kyle uh, agreed to come back on. Jamie Rivers, Anthony Stalter. Kyle, it's good to hear from you again. How are you?
2: Yeah, doing good. Thanks for having me back, guys.
0: Did you miss us a little bit, Kyle? Because we missed you.
2: (laughs) I was wondering when the call was going to come, and it never came. Really? Marsh.
1: Yeah, we're just gonna blame Andrew for that. Marsh, one.
0: what is going on? Kyle Kyle was no, waiting that's... by the phone. Kyle, sorry. I I can't believe you guys are blaming people.
1: I don't even know who they are. Like, you know, how <laughs> can accountability Oh. Well well, that was kind of a ricochet shot at Marshy. It, I like that, Kyle. <laughs> I like that. Uh Kyle,
0: speaking of which, maybe you can help us with this. So, uh since we decided to yell at Andrew, we he's our producer, by the way. Um Here's the thing: We think that we're we're teaching him. Is that what Roman Berkey is doing to you guys when he is yelling? Oh, yes. I I Kyle, I don't know soccer. I've told you this, but w- when I'm watching these games, I Berkey is so demonstrative. I even threw it out to the text line. What is he doing? Is he is that his opportunity to kind of coach what he's seeing? Because it seems like he's and he's incredible, by the way. But it seems like he's yelling at you guys a lot.
2: Yeah, I would say it's probably a couple of things. Like, one, he is, you know, telling us what he, what he sees or what he wants. And, and the second thing is just him being, like, so amped up. You know, you think we're all there sprinting around, and so, like, it, we need having him there raises our energy levels and our attention to detail. And then also the, the St. Louis crowd is awesome. It's super loud, but you really can't hear anybody unless they're screaming at the top of their lungs. So, That's probably the third piece of why he looks like he's being so loud because he has to be.
1: Kyle, I'm looking at the stats here overall, but specifically last game, and and there were seven shots on goal. Uh, Roman Berkey makes six saves, and he made some massive saves. How motivating is that for you guys as a team when, hey, maybe things don't go as scripted. The other team gets an opportunity to get a shot on goal, but your goalie just shuts it down.
2: Oh, it's huge because you – I mean, you you pride yourselves on a team on on stopping them, you know, higher up the field, and if not, then then in your half. But there's just there's just times and games where you just need your goalie to come and bail you out, and he did that on a couple a couple of times in that game, and that was just kept the momentum in our favor, you know, kept the ball out of the net. A couple a couple of saves, and I watched back the game and like these were absolutely ridiculous. Like he just read the play, left early, good hands. You know, one was a deflection I think off my knee where. The ball is going one way, and then he reacts the other and gets a great save, and the other one was in the second half where the guy's like seven yards from goal, puts it in the corner, and he gets two strong hands on it. So big game from him.
1: Yeah, it was awesome. It certainly was impressive. But, you know, another thing that was impressive, Kyle, when I was watching that game is you absolutely folding a guy as you guys, (laughs) (laughs) like a lawn chair out there. You come across, and I know you guys were both going for the header, but, boy, you trucked him over pretty good.
2: Those always feel good. Those always help you get into the game, make contact with the ball and then you, you fold the guy over. It's uh, it's one of those moments where you're allowed a decent amount of contact in soccer, so I enjoy those.
0: Kyle, any I, and we may have asked you this the first time you came on, but I, I saw either a, a strong safety knocking out a uh, receiver coming across the middle or maybe a linebacker. Any football in Canada when you're when you were coming up?
2: Yeah, I played a little bit as a kid, but when I was a kid, I was a smaller kid, and I was shifty, so I was always a, a running back on the offensive side of the ball. Um, but, no, I've watched, I've watched a good amount of football, and so I thought if I would have been a football player, I would have had to have been free safety or something like that, roaming the middle of the field.
1: Well, you're doing a great job right now, buddy. You guys, um, you, got, you had a little stretch there where things were a little bumpy for you guys, yeah. What was going on during those games that you guys were able to identify and, you know, fix and switch and change for the Sporting KC game?
2: Yeah, I would say, you know, we started the season so well and we went through a bumpy stretch. And so even just, you know, an eagle's eye view is when you're 5-0, and everything's not going right, if that makes sense. Like, it's not like everything's perfect in terms of every act and movement and when – you start to lose games. It's not like everything's going wrong, but I think there was just a couple of things in terms of like how compact can we be as a team, you know, making it hard for the opposition. And then when we're pressing, you know, the ability to turn the opposition over in their third, and then turn those opportunities into goal scoring chances immediately, which you look at our first two goals and, you know, the first one, Tim steps in, wins the ball, plays to Edu, Edu splits to Nico one touch. Nico, one touch to Indy, we win a penalty. The second goal, Jabulo, a tackle, you know, one pass to Jared. Jared across to Indy, beats the defender goal. So it's like those were – those kind of moments are what we've been been missing, I think, and to be able to get two goals like that in the first half just swung the momentum all the way in our favor.
1: Kyle, another thing I noticed throughout that game right from the get-go was you guys playing more aggressive. Uh, you guys were there was a lot of you know borderline contact but still within the rules and trust me I like it don't get me wrong but I, I looked at you guys and I thought man they're playing a little bit more aggressive than I've seen them in the last couple of games is that something as a team that you guys are trying to do because you got to ride the line a little bit you want to be difficult to play against physical but also at the same time not just taking penalties left and right
2: yeah no I think that's something we looked at too was just you know, Bradley talked about it after the Chicago games of, yeah, we don't want to be dirty or anything like that, but we want to be a tough team to play against. And so he mentioned in terms of physical contact and duels of making sure we're going all the way. And, you know, you want the opposition to feel it a little bit. And I think Sporting KC felt that on Saturday.
0: Yeah, it looked like they did, certainly, at least from my couch it did. Kyle Hubert is joining us right now from uh, City SC. City SC with an impressive victory over Sporting KC, uh, the the big the big in-state rival, although, boy, that didn't look like much of a rivalry. Uh, you guys handled them. Getting back to just the approach, Kyle, building off of what Jamie asked you, isn't that the style that you guys want to play where you guys are going to press – and as soon as you guys win possession, you keep up that that tempo, and then immediately look to to break away. It, first and foremost, my first part of the question is: isn't isn't that the style? Do I have it kind of in in, in general terms? Yeah, no, you nailed it. So would then, Kyle, when Chicago and some of these other teams that uh, that is that have kind of given you guys some issues and kept it low scoring, what's been the difference? Have they almost? Have they played a, a non-possession game where they kind of lay back and then allow you guys to possess and then almost use the same style against you guys? What has been the the, the issue when you guys face a team like Chicago or uh, I forgot the other team that was it Seattle, I think Seattle. You know, you guys had some issues with Seattle. What, what's what been the, the challenge when playing those teams?
2: Yeah, I would say, yeah, a combination of what you're saying where they're You know, maybe really trying to minimize their risk and their third in terms of, you know, possession on the ball, one or two passes, and going longer. And I also think it's, you know, it's on us too because we still we look back at the Chicago game and we still had a lot of opportunities where when we won the ball, could we have been been better with the ball? You know, can we get our first pass? Can we get it forward? Um, You know, because you think when they are when they have possession of the ball, they get big and expansive. And we stay tighter and compact, so it's like when we win the ball, it's like a knife through the heart. Can you just drive centrally and connect that first pass? So I think, yeah, maybe a combination of, you know, they minimize their risk a little bit, and then we weren't as, as sharp as we wanted to be once we got that, once we turned over the ball and got it, and then trying to, trying to get to their goal as quick as possible.
1: Makes sense. Kyle, you talked earlier about how it's tough to hear down there at City Park where the fans are, are loud and rowdy and, and loving it and having a great time. This was a little unique. This was the big rivalry game against Sporting KC as a player. I always loved the rivalry games, got amped up for it, and you could feel the energy from the crowd. But for you, yourself, just as an individual, uh, one, what did you think of the crowd the other night? And you know, do you, does that amp you up even more?
2: Oh, 100%. You know, I didn't think our home crowd could get any more amped than they were already, but they managed to find uh, another gear. And I think that definitely propelled us and helped us to find another gear. And, uh, you know, I know looking back someday, I'll think once this rivalry has many, many more games, you know, played, because at this point, it was like we were trying to build something that didn't already exist, you know, social media teams and the cities, but we hadn't played a game yet. And so to get to be a part of that first game and to get to be on the winning side was a special memory that I'll be able to have for the rest of my life.
0: Well, you guys are giving St. Louis fans – a lot of great memories too. I mean, this inaugural year has been just incredible. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. I know there's still a long way to go here, but you guys keep up the great work because we, Jamie and I, have, have enjoyed it. Uh, as you could tell, I I'm learning soccer slowly here. You're you're helping with that too, Kyle. Appreciate it. Uh, but you guys keep up the great work, man, because this has been just an, an incredible. It's almost been a perfect year thus far.
2: Mm, thank you very much. It's been yeah incredibly special to be a part of, and just to get to see the whole city rally around us you know it means so much it's not something that we ever take for granted
0: well said thanks kyle kyle we appreciate you and listen if you're if your game we'd love to have you back on again next week (laughs) sounds good
2: taking accountability man you guys are awesome
0: Uh, (laughs) you are too thanks kyle we'll talk
2: to you see you buddy see you guys